Hello everyone and welcome back to the Drew View. In today's show, we're going to be looking at a phenomenon that has been happening recently in our country and that is actions not having proper consequences. I'm going to explain what I mean by that in today's show. I'm Drew Bennett and you're listening to the Drew View. Alrighty, folks, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Drew View. So in today's episode, what I really wanted to talk about was actions and consequences, because there's been this like thing happening recently in America where people are getting away with things that they just absolutely positively should not get away with, and actions simply are not having the proper consequences that they should. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, there was a tweet that I saw earlier this week, and it really got me thinking. And this is what the tweet said. It said, what will happen first? Hell freezes over. The Supreme Court leaker is found. The January 6th pipe bomber is caught. Epstein's clients are arrested. Nashville Transfesto is released. Or the White House cocaine culprit is named. Now, when I think about that, there's so much that comes to my mind and there's so much that I think about. So you look at, obviously, they're joking when they say like hell freezing over. But what the point that this tweet is trying to make is that there are so many things that have happened recently in the past few years and people are getting away with these things they should not be getting away with, with absolutely no consequences. So let's look at the first one and then we'll just go through all the rest. So the Supreme Court leaker is found. So I've talked about this multiple times. I think it is really important because number one, it was one of those things that again, it started to erode trust in the Supreme Court. For the the entire history of the Supreme Court, there's never been a decision that was leaked to the public before it was obviously released by the court. Now, having that happen is such an incredibly dangerous thing to have happen because if you leak a Supreme Court decision, that could have the effect of uh, influencing how one of the justices may vote. You could intimidate one of the justices, and that is exactly what people believe happened with the Supreme Court leaker. So, If you don't remember, or if you haven't heard me explain it, when Roe v. Wade was overturned in Dobbs v. Jackson, in that case, what you saw was a leaker came out and said that, oh, the Supreme Court's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And so people were kind of preparing for it. Well, while they were doing that, they were also protesting in front of the homes of all of these Supreme Court justices. Now, what would be the incentive to leak this decision. Well, if you think long and hard about what would incentivize someone to leak this, yeah, you could say, oh, it was a journalist. Uh, but if but if it was a proper journalist, they probably wouldn't have leaked this because they would have known the repercussions of it. But what they did do, and what I think is very dangerous that happened, was it was likely somebody who wanted to see this decision reversed or They wanted to see it decided a different way. So essentially, they wanted to see some of the conservative justices cave in and allow Roe v. Wade to continue to move forward. So what did they do? They leak this. They have people protesting outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. And what ends up happening? To nobody's surprise, someone comes up to Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house armed with a a firearm and he... 
he had a whole boatload of things the, to try and assassinate him with, and he was charged with attempted murder. Uh, obviously, it was going to be an attempted assassination on Brett Kavanaugh. This crazy from California flew out to Brett Kavanaugh's home to try and kill him. That is absolutely, positively insane. We cannot have this happening in the United States of America. We can't have leakers coming out and exposing how the court is going to decide on a case because all that is going to do is that's going to intimidate justices. That's going to lead people to try and intimidate justices. It's going to lead to a a big safety concern for these justices. It's just a bad thing to happen. We should never let a leak like that come out about the Supreme Court. So what is this tweet saying? That leaker never, never, ever, ever got caught. Nobody ever figured out who it was. And I don't think it was because people weren't interested. I think it's because they don't want us to know who it was. Was it someone who worked for one of the liberal justices? Was it one of the liberal justices themselves that went to a news organization? Was it a staffer? Was it a clerk? Who was it that made this leak? And we need to get them out of politics. We need to get them out of the court. They should not be anywhere near the court if they will jeopardize the court in this way by doing this very blatantly wrong act that is I mean, it it completely erodes trust in the people surrounding the Supreme Court, but it also erodes trust in the Supreme Court to make a decision based off of principles and what they believe to be true, not based off of public intimidation. So again, they were never caught. Now, the next one, the January 6th pipe bomber. So the January 6th pipe bomber, if you don't know, there was so much that came out about January 6th, but one of the things you hardly hear about anymore was there were two pipe bombs left outside of the RNC headquarters. Now, if if this were left outside of the DNC headquarters or outside of anywhere else, I mean, people have said, you know, it's it was outside of the RNC, but broadly it was outside of the Capitol and the DNC. Why was this person not caught? Now, there is video footage of them putting the pipe bombs around. There is no way that we cannot find a way to find out who this person is. You cannot tell me with all the angles that they got this person on video that we could not find out who they were if we really wanted to. Now, that brings up another question. If it was one of the crazies that were protesting with all the others on January 6th, if it was one of them, they would have been caught and they would be thrown in jail immediately. But it makes you wonder, do they know who it is? Was the person caught and they don't want to release who it is? They don't want people to know who it is? Or do they not know who it is and they don't want to try and find out who it is? That's one of the biggest things about January 6th. One of the biggest events that happened, yes, our capital was breached. And yes, somebody died, but the person who died was shot by a police officer. And if you look at as a whole, what's the most dangerous thing that happened? Well, it was on January 5th. Someone came in and left two pipe bombs that never went off, but they left two pipe bombs. Come on. Shouldn't that be, wouldn't that be one of the biggest things you should be investigating? If anything, I mean, everybody else lived. 
yeah, okay, there were a few police officers, but things have come out and said that no, those police officers were not killed by others at the, whatever you want to call it, insurrection during the protest, whatever, the insurrection, the capital attack, whatever you want to call it. But they later came out and said that a lot of those died either from cardiac arrest or from, high, you know, just different things after the fact. But one of the biggest headlines that came out was that there were two pipe bombs. Why have we not found out who left those pipe bombs? And now before I go any further, a lot of people are going to be saying, oh my gosh, this is just a big conspiracy video. It's all, it, all these conservatives, they're so conspiratorial. I'm not saying that I'm not giving any, you know, who I think any of these people are, anything like that. All I'm saying is, isn't it strange that none of these people have been revealed. We don't know who these people are. So I'm not saying that the Supreme Court leaker was, you know, Justice Sotomayor or, you know, Justice, any of the other left-leaning justices. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it was any of their clerks. I'm just saying, isn't it weird how we can't find out who that is? Just like, isn't it weird that we can't find who this person was that left two pipe bombs when we have video footage of them leaving them? Now, the next one. And, and the reason I said that is because this is where people are going to go, oh, QAnon, it's QAnon. He's a QAnon supporter. Epstein's clients are arrested. So, of course, Jeffrey Epstein, I'm not going to go on the whole thing. Yes, he, he allegedly hung himself in prison because everybody believes that and there's nothing to question there. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that conspiracy because then I'll really be called a conspiracy theorist. But when his client list is has never been found none of those people none of his clients have been arrested he and this maxwell i never know how to say it. is it berzeline it starts with a g it's spelled weird maxwell uh when and she was also caught and she was you know arrested and so you have these people in jail for running this you know human trafficking ring you know what the weirdest thing is where's the receipts if we, if we have enough information to convict them and send them to jail, how do we not have receipts of who was involved in this human trafficking ring? Is it because we don't know? Again, it's one of those things, the same thing I said about the other ones. Is it that we don't know who they are or that we don't want to know who they are? Is it that, I shouldn't even say that. I should say, is it that we do know who they are and we don't want to release who they are? Or is it that we just don't know who they are and we're not really that interested in finding out who his clients were? Because I think that is huge. You have someone running a human trafficking ring with a bunch of children, and then you have these people coming in, abusing these children, participating in human trafficking, and yet not a single client arrested. We don't know who any of the clients are, allegedly. Absolutely ridiculous. How is that the case? How's that the case? It makes no sense. If we actually wanted to get to the bottom of this, we would find out, okay, who are the clients? We need to get them out of, if they're in politics, out of politics. If they're walking the streets, get them off the streets. I don't care who they are. These people need to go away forever, either to prison or to the chair. Doesn't matter to me. So when you look at, when you look at some of these, and in the one with Epstein's clients, it's interesting that we talk about that because tomorrow I'm going to be talking, uh, I'm going to be doing like a movie review about uh, The Sound of Freedom. And 
that movie talks about the you know human trafficking and the problem that that is and the way that children are being you know abused by all of these sick pedophiles and it kind of goes into this but what i meant by this largely is that that movie has been labeled by the media by the left as a qAnon conspiracy it's it's pushed by the same people that push qAnon conspiracies now the funny part about it is the movie's based on a true story How is it a conspiracy if this is based on a true story of a guy that rescued these people from human trafficking? How can you say that, oh, it's all just a conspiracy, they're pushing a conspiracy by talking about something that really happened? That's not a conspiracy, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, maybe, you know, because in today's language, the only difference between a conspiracy and the truth is about a couple months, and sometimes not even that, a couple weeks, couple days. But what happens is that you have these people who try and discredit these things and say, oh, stop it. Oh, they're just pushing a conspiracy. Oh, they're making this out to be a bigger issue than it is. I don't care. If there is one child involved in human trafficking, that's too many. That's an issue we need to tackle. Can I get an amen? Like, I mean, everybody should be saying, This is an issue. We need to be focusing on this. Why is this politicized? Why would anybody say or try and discredit or try and tell people you shouldn't watch this movie because it's by a bunch of right wingers pushing a conspiracy when it's based on a true story? What is this saying about the state that our media is in, that the state the left is in? I mean, we have people and I, I don't know if you've heard about this. I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow. I don't want to get too much into this because these are all things I'm going to be talking about tomorrow after I watch the movie. But we have people now that want to get rid of the word pedophile and switch it with minor attracted person. They want to make it the new transgender. They want to add it to the rainbow flag. You can be not only can you be gay or can you be lesbian, or bisexual, or transgender, or any of the other crazy ones. But now you can be a minor attracted person, also known as a pedophile. That is sick. Sick. So the people who are pushing that, who are saying, oh, these aren't, these aren't pedophiles, they're, they're minor attracted persons. If, if anybody were to say that, All of the people who say that, I should say, are the same ones that are telling you, oh, don't go see that movie. That movie's no good. That movie's, they're pushing a conspiracy. Disregard the fact that it's based on a true story. It's a conspiracy. They're trying to push lies. They're trying to inflate the issue to be bigger than it is. Guys, wake up. You have to see that there's a problem with this. I'm not saying that it should be one way or another. I'm not picking sides on this, but I, what I will say, pedophilia is wrong. Human trafficking is wrong. Period. End of discussion. The biggest line from that movie is, God's children are not for sale. You've probably heard that now because it's been posted everywhere. Everyone who's watching this movie is saying, yes, God's children are no longer for sale. So if, if anybody is going to speak out against that. If if anybody has the gall to say, oh, that's just a conspiracy, they're inflating that issue, it's, it's all a bunch of nonsense. I will not support anybody who says, we don't need to be focusing on this issue. This issue is a red herring, whatever it may be. So if you hear anybody saying, oh, that movie, that's just a right-wing conspiratorial movie, it's a movie about exposing the dangers and 
the reality of human trafficking. And if we don't think that that's bad, that's wrong, that we need to get rid of that, I question the people who are questioning that movie. That's all I have to say. I'm going to talk more about that tomorrow. I know that was a long-winded one. But again, circling back, Epstein's clients. When are they going to ever get arrested? Will they ever get arrested? Will we ever know who they are, period? Will we ever find out who they are? Now let's go on to the next one. The Nashville, they call it Tranifesto, is released. Now, of course, that's obviously the Nashville shooter, the one who shot up the kids in the Christian school, the transgender who shot up the kids in the Christian school, had a manifesto about, you know, what what they wanted to do, why they were going to, uh, you know, shoot up this school. And they will not release this, this manifesto for anything. Oh, because this reason or that reason. Of course, it's because if people look at this manifesto, they might think that this person had a mental illness. And that might lead them to think that that transgender people are like mentally ill or something. Like, oh my goodness. Like, what if that ever happened? Oh, don't release it. Don't release it. Now, just again, this is obviously, this is the phrase that I think is echoed by conservatives 24-7, but I have to say it. If the shoe was on the other foot, if a Christian went into, I don't know, if some white Christian went into a club with a bunch of black transgenders and shot them up and wrote a manifesto about how they did it because they hate black people and they especially hate trans people and that's why they were coming into this club or into this bar to shoot up all these people, that would be released immediately. They would label them a white supremacist. They would, I mean, a trans vote. They, everything in the book would be thrown at them. They would be charged with this, that, and the other thing. Everyone would know the exact reason why they did it. And even if a manifesto was not released, that's the narrative that's going to be pushed anyway. Yet, when the shoe's on the other foot, oh, they were just, they just had a bad experience. And so they, you know, they just decided to take it out on these innocent children. No, they had a manifesto written, my dude. Like, come on. They had a manifesto. Let's see what was in it. No, can't see that. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Again, one of those things. We know about it. Somebody has access to it. Why won't they release it? That's all. I'm saying, why won't they release it? Now let's go on to the last one. And that is, of course, the most recent one. And that is the White House cocaine culprit is named. Yes, the White House, because we don't have any cameras that would be able to show who could potentially have brought this baggie of coke into the White House. I'm sure of it. I'm sure the White House just has absolutely no security footage, no cameras that they could go back and look at to say, oh, that's who left the little baggie of Coke there. I mean, was Biden prepping for debates already? Was he, was Hunter, you know, visiting a little early and, and you know, dropped something out of his pocket? Like, who was it? If it's not them, if it's some random visitor, why wouldn't you release it? I mean, and you can't, you cannot say, oh, well, there are so many people that go through there, we can't find out who it is. Really? Really. So if somebody came in and they left some, you know, uh, whatever the thing is that you poison people with, the white powder thing, if they left something that ended up killing people in the White House, I bet it would take all but a couple hours and they'd know. I don't even know if it would take that. 
maybe a couple minutes, a couple hours look of people looking at tapes. Oh, yep, that's who it was. Let's go find them and arrest them. But no, now it's going to be this long, dragged out process. And who knows if we'll ever find out who this person was that left this cocaine there. And of course, as soon as it comes out, that that's what was left in the White House. People are already saying, oh, yep, I don't think they'll ever get caught. Yeah, they'll probably never get caught. Huh? Strange. But that's, again, one of those things. You can't tell me that there's no way to find out who this person was. If not, if the highest office in the land, you know, the, the building that holds, that is home to the most important person, you know, technically, you know, I guess you would say the most quote unquote important person in our country, the president of the United States, if their home in the building where they reside, if that building doesn't have enough security cameras to find out who left a little baggie of cocaine in there, then what are they going to do if something a lot more serious happens? So either a lot more security cameras need to be installed into the White House, or we just need to actually use our eyeballs, use our brains, put some people together and say, find out who left this here. Period. End of discussion. It's not that hard. Find out who left the cocaine there. Is it, again, is it because, do you not want to look because you're scared of who it might be? Or do you, like, like what's the reason? Or do you know who it was and you just don't want it to come out? And that that's who it was like, that's the only two options I, I see here either. I, I mean, because again, if they really wanted to know who it was, they would put people on it. They would have it found out in, in lickety split. But instead, they're not. not nothing's going to come out about this. And, and maybe years down the road, they'll find, oh, yeah, fingerprints finally came back. And this is who it was. Oh, it was Hunter. Oh, wow. Surprise, surprise. No, it's not going to happen anytime soon, though. It isn't. You know why? One of those two things, either they don't want to know who left it there for some reason, or they do know who left it there and they don't want the public to know. All these things, all these things that I've just listed, it's so interesting to me that all of these people committing super high crimes, I mean, leaking a Supreme Court ruling that threatens the safety and security of all nine justices on the bench. Uh, the January 6th pipe bomber leaving pipe bombs for people trying to, you know, attempted murder. Okay. How about Epstein's clients, you know, participating in human trafficking? How about uh, shooting up a school? Why is that manifesto not released? Or leaving cocaine in the White House where the stinking president resides? All of these things, it's not like a little thing here and there. These are big things that we need to get to the bottom of. Why are these things that are not on the news 24-7? Why, when the Supreme Court decision was leaked, why was everyone talking about the decision and not, okay, we got to find out who leaked this? Why, when January 6th came out and we focused on it so much, did nobody say, okay, who tried to kill a bunch of Republicans or a bunch of people in Congress by placing these pipe bombs? Okay, who participated in human trafficking? Was it anyone high up? Or was it just a bunch of low lowlifes that we can, you know, send to jail for the rest of their lives or get, send them to the chair? Why did this crazed lunatic go in and shoot a bunch of kids at a Christian school? Why did somebody leave cocaine in the White House? Who left cocaine in the White House? And doesn't that call into question the security of the building itself? All of these things, it's not little issues. It is things that if we had a real media, if we had 
real journalists in this country, they would be day and night working until they found out answers to these questions. But you'll never, ever, ever, ever hear stories on any of those things from now moving forward. Unless, you know, maybe 50 years down the line, something comes out and they'll report it for five seconds. Oh, yeah, that the person who left cocaine in the White House was blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, the Epstein's clients were blah, blah, blah. And they'll, you know, they'll, they'll say it and then, and our next story is, and then, you know, you, you just like, they'll talk about it. Like nothing just happened. Like nothing important just came out of their mouths. It's like, we need to get back to a country that has real journalists, that has a real media that tries to get to the bottom of things and doesn't try and just kiss the, you know, what of the left. Maybe if we have a media, you know, maybe if the pendulum starts to swing in the media back to the right, maybe you'll find some people who will actually go and do investigative journalism and find out the answers to these questions. But right now, you will not hear about it. Maybe you'll hear about these once or twice on Fox News or OAN or, um, you know, any of these networks, but you won't hear it on the mainstream news platforms. And it's sad. It really is, because these are things that are deeply important. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I've got a lot planned for the rest of this week, so be sure to tune in to the rest of the week's episodes. Tomorrow, we're going to, again, have a movie review of The Sound of Freedom. And then on Thursday, I've got a big announcement to make I think you guys will want to stick around for. So with that being said, again, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, share the show with your friends, uh, even your left-leaning friends. And I, I want you guys, I never hard, I hardly ever do this, but I'm going to put a question on my uh, Facebook and I'm going to say, which do you think uh, is the most serious of these that we need to get to the bottom of? And which one do you think uh, we'll find out first if we find out any of them? So, I want you to answer those two questions. I'll post them on my Facebook page. You can go to The Drew View. I'll search it up on Facebook. You'll find me. It'll probably be one of the first things that come up. And of course, you'll see my logo there with the patriotic Uncle Sam hat. But anyway, guys, hopefully you enjoyed. I'm going to end now with my closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day that you've given us. I want to thank you for another opportunity for me to speak into this microphone Father, I just pray that uh, you help those in our country. You help us when it comes to situations like this, that we just uh, cast all of our cares into your hands, Lord, because we know that uh, the political leaders in our country, we know that the media in our country will never be sufficient, will never provide us with the answers uh, to questions that we long for. But we do know that there is a hole in our heart and it's a God-sized hole and it will only be filled with you. And if we are filled with you and all of these things kind of can get kicked to the back burner. We love you. We praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of another episode of the show. You know what to do. Subscribe, share the show with your friends, and don't miss 
this week's episodes. Until I see you back here again tomorrow, stay blessed.